everybody, welcome back to Review Mania. My name is Rob, and it is day two. More fun on fight. This time it's GCW versus DDT. Once again, head out the Ukrainian Cultural Center. And uh, it's supposed to be like all in good spirit, just because you see Japanese wrestlers versus DDT, as from DDT and Game Changer Wrestling wrestlers. So, there you go. We have nine matches tonight, and uh, the card overall is about two hours, 45 minutes, give or take. Longer than last night's card. And, uh, yeah. Uh, nine matches in total. And uh, it runs the gambit. So, first match was an eight-man tag team match with Wasted Youth with Jack Cartwheel and Gringo Loco for GCW versus Team BDT, a very, uh, you know, great name. Cannon versus Suzaki, what is it, Suzuki, Suzaki, Suzuki, Takeshi, Masada, and Shinshiro Tutage. And I'll be honest, I don't know any of these people from DDT, and, uh, and yeah, so apologize if I got the names wrong or things of that nature. I tried, but uh, it's a good match. Uh, the crowd wants Jack to do a cartwheel, so he does. And then Takage hypes up the crowd, and he does a cartwheel. And then they're just like, all right, we're done. And they both just tag out. Uh, Suzuki and uh, I wrote Matthews. It's obviously uh, Masada. Uh, are in a drop kick by Masada and a jump kick to the head and another one for a northern light suplex for a two count uh, McKay then hits a spinning brain buster for a two and then tags his partner in but then it just breaks down to where all ma eight members are fighting around the ring and on the floor and then the uh, cartwheel is sent into the ring post Cannon and Matthews or sorry uh Masada are in the ring. Cannon is much bigger than Ma uh, Masada. And then he gets a two count after a double drop. Gringo Loco's wrists are taped for some reason on the floor. It played no bearing into the match. That just happened. Um, Masada is then struck in the, stuck in the ring as Team DDT then cut off. The ring, as they're in and out, Gringo Loco gets his wrists uh, untied, and now Team GCW is at full uh, full power, I guess. And then the chants, the fans start chanting GCW, and Mathers does his hilarious chop that to Cannon, who is wearing a T-shirt, and they don't look or sound or anything as impressive with a t-shirt on. Mathers gets an insecurity and finally they get the hot tag to bring in Gringo Loco and he blasts out of the corner with two large drop kicks and then Kanemasada get to hit a hand spring moonsault. Jack Cartwheel then is tagged in. Masada flies over the top ropes. Jack Cartwheel does a uh, cartwheel elbow drop. Looked really interesting. And then uh, he hits a super space slide, which is essentially just doing two backflips uh, 
And then he is then backflipped by his partner. He's, he's back body dropped over the top rope onto the folks below. Again, neat. Uh, so Gringo Loco then hits a huge moonsault on Dylan McKay with, and then, sorry, then Dylan McKay then hits a moonsault and then, uh, what's, uh, uh, Mathers then hits a 450 and then Cartwheel then hits a black arrow on Masada and Cartwheel picks up the win at 10 minutes and 34 seconds. This is a fun match. It was quick. It's a good opener. I I lost a lot of track on who was what, and it was very difficult to take notes, but it was a, a, a good match regardless. Very fun, hot opener. Uh, so the next match they go right to is Saki Akai versus Dark Sheik. Saki is celebrating 10 years of being a pro wrestler. Uh, so the typical head scissors, you know, spot where they, you know, drop down head scissors and then they both stand up and the crowd cheers because, you know, they, they stood off each other and whatever. They did that. Um, another springboard, and then they had a springboard swanton, a springboard, uh, back, uh, drop, uh, was it leg drop onto... Sakai, or sorry, yeah, Nasaki, excuse me, and then uh, Akai has been just getting beaten up by Dark, and she ends it with a delayed splits into a leg drop, which only gets a two on Akai. Akai then hits a desperation knee strike and a big boot, and only gets a two count. After a flying crossbody into a pin uh, by Akai gets a bridging German suplex on Dark Sheik, but only gets a two. Aki hits several more kicks, and then a kick to the side of the head. But then she does a cocky pin, and this just allows Sheik to kick out. If she would have did a much more thorough pin, she probably would have picked up the victory. So Akai goes for a spin kick off the top, a la X-Pac, but misses. And Akai tries for a submission, but Sheik saw it from the night before, because apparently this is what happened during the uh, DDT Goes Hollywood show uh, last evening. And so she saw what happened the night before. She was able to uh, turn it into a roll-up and pick up the win at 7 minutes and 26 seconds. And GCW is now up on the standings 2-0. to zero. Next match is a tag team match. East West Express versus Moonlight Express. So the East West Express is Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne. And they have a busy weekend as they will be competing this evening in about uh, two hours as the time of this recording at 9.03 p.m. Eastern Time is Joy Janela's uh, Spring Break 7, which I will be watching and hopefully doing a review of right after. And they are facing the Motor City Machine Guns, so that should be really good. But in this match, they are facing the Moonlight Express, lots of Express. 
which is made up of Mike Bailey and Mao. I'm not familiar with Mao. Obviously, we saw Mike Bailey last night in Bloodsport 9. And, uh, yeah, Speedball has tons of, tons of matches. Mao is known as the fucked up wrestler for the fucked up world. And this is the first match that Moonlight Express has tagged together in in about three years. So, they're coming back together. Um, Speedball and Mao represent DDT. Nick Wayne and Speedball then start out. They stand off. And then they, after some head scissors and, you know, similar stuff I was mentioning in the last match, they do the same exact moves to begin the previous match. Both men then uh, tag out. A big dropkick by Mao. Both men exchange chops as they, uh, but they are kind of weak chops. Oliver hits a side slam for a two count. After being broken up, uh, East West can express double team and then uh, finish with a double sledge just to Mao to the outside. They try again for two more dives, but Moonlight Express is ready this time and just punches them out of the air. Both of uh, the East-West Express are thrown into the post. Uh, Jordan Oliver is double teamed. Some more in the ring. Jordan is getting beaten down by Moonlight Express. But finally, Nick Wayne saves the day. And he's taken care of quickly. He uh, split like a moonsault by Oliver. Or sorry, two Oliver by Mao. For a two count, Jordan Oliver then gets a desperation uh, O'Connor roll of all things. And gets a hot tag to Nick Wayne. And he takes out both members of Moonlight Express. And one man, a, an impressive one man Spanish fly by Wayne for a two count. A huge power bomb for a two count on uh, by Oliver on Bailey. Uh, a big, I didn't, ever, I didn't know what the name of this was. It's called a Buddy Moonsault. Where both team members kind of put their arms around each other. And then they... Time their moonsault at the same time. I'd never seen that before. It was awesome. And they do it to the outside of all places. But they hit the buddy moonsault. And uh, they take out uh, Nick Wayne. And then after this, Nick Wayne is somehow busted open. So that moonsault was so horrific. He was deeply cut. He was bleeding everywhere. He was a bloody mess. They then hit double team big boot on uh, Bailey, and then a two count for both members of East West Express. Get the pin, get a pin on on Moon, Moonlight Express, which I under, don't understand. How can both team members make the cover, and then they both obviously kicked out? But what happens if the non-legal team didn't kick out? Is it ignored? Like why are they allowed to both make pins? At the same time, when the non-legal people, you know, are, are, are not are in the ring. I don't get it. A double T, a double green T plunge for a two count on both members of East West Express. Mao misses a 450 on Oliver. Bailey hits some crazy kick on Jordan. And Mao misses another 450 as Oliver got his knees up. He then gets a tiger suplex for a two. And because Wayne was thrown into uh, 
a pin oh and then there was a pinfall but the only reason that it was broken up was because Nick Wayne was actually thrown into the pinfall attempt to obviously break it up a big tornado uh, a big double team tornado driver by Moonlight Express and yet somehow they kick out uh, Speedball sets up for a flamingo driver but Oliver counters with a two they then trade pinfalls. Wayne then hits a destroyer on Mao, and then a double team cutter from the second rope, and the East West get the win at 16 minutes and 16 seconds. Uh, this was a great match. Everyone got to shine. And then, like I said, the West Express will be facing the Motor City Machine Guns in about two hours. So I'll be interested to see how well they do seeing as they now have the momentum going into that match. Uh, I really like this match. It was really good. I'd never seen Nick Wayne. Obviously, I'd heard about him. And yeah, he's really good. And so is Speedball Mike Bailey. But after the match, all three men shake hands. But GCW is now up 3-0. to zero. Next up, my match of the night. Never even heard of neither of these people. Starboy Charlie versus Kazu, Kazu, uh, Kazuda Haguchi. Haguchi's much bigger than the young Starboy Charlie. Uh, Haguchi is known for his chops. Charlie uh, is known for having a heart and never giving up. So he gets a Starboy gets a uh, advantage early with a drop kick, and then Charlie starts hitting chops, and this does nothing. Haguchi just takes him down, but then Charlie pumps up, and he takes down his overalls, and then he begs Haguchi to chop him. He puts his arms behind his back. He begs him to chop him. And he does. Haguchi then starts chopping Charlie some more. And then a chop counter is started by Dave Prezak, the announcer for the show. Haguchi uses his size. He hits a splash for a near fall. Starboy then gets an abdominal stretch. But Haguchi easily picks up Starboy and slams him down. And then also hits an elbow for good measure. For a two count. Haguchi was the ace in DDT. Like I said, Starboy has lots of heart and doesn't give up. So again, Starboy uh, hits some chops. And then begs for more from Haguchi. And Haguchi just pats him on the shoulder. And then gives him a huge chop. Out of nowhere, Athens pressed by Starboy. And... He tries for a fireman carry, but he can't pick up Haguchi because obviously he's much bigger. Haguchi hits several running clotheslines in the corner. Haguchi climbs the middle rope, and then Charlie slips through the uh, slips through his legs, and he gets a power bomb uh, out of nowhere for desperation, but he can't follow up because he's too dang tired. Starboy then uh, hits another chop. They start doing a chop exchange. But Haguchi just wrecks him with another huge chop. Starboy then hits a kip up. 
and then uh, tries for punches, but Higuchi just stands there, and then he hits a double-handed chop onto Starboy. Higuchi tries for his version of the pounce, but uh, as he's also a formal sumo wrestler, so he does the sumo stance before he takes his running start. Uh, but Charlie ducks out of the way, or sorry, Starboy ducks out of the way, and Haguchi uh, runs right into the post, smashes his elbow, or his shoulder, excuse me, into the post. This gives Starboy a opening, and he puts his straps up, and then he takes him right off again, and Haguchi just says, fuck this, hits a doctor bomb, but somehow Starboy kicks out at the last second. And uh, Higuchi then breaks out of the... Uh, he then gets out of the Brain Buster attempt. And then again, but Starboy turns into a crossface. Higuchi then almost makes it to the ropes. And Starboy pushes back out the ropes to get them in the center of the ring. You think Starboy is going to get the win here. As Higuchi looks like he's about to tap, but finally, uh, Higuchi hits the claw slam to pick up the win. And after this match, Higuchi puts over Starboy, uh, holding his you know holding his arms up. Starboy's chest is a you know just a mess, and. Uh, that's now DDT's first victory, 3-1. to one. I really like this match. Obviously, it told a simple story of Goliath versus uh, the giant, or, you know, big guy versus the little guy. And, you know, that hope spot that Star Child had, you know, you thought that, oh, crap, he, he may get one on him. But then uh, Gucci was able to use his strength and just take care of him. But I really like the match. The story was good. Probably one of the only matches uh, that told any kind of semblance of a story for uh, any of the matches because, well, there really wasn't much in the way of stories. So, yeah, fun match, though. Next up, we have Joey Janela versus Yuki... Ueno. Both men trade running shoulder tackles, but neither man budges. But finally, Ueno gets Janela down. A German by Yuki only gets a two. Uh, Janela hits the be uh, it's the best moonsault ever, but he misses. And then a uh, Death Valley driver by Janela only gets a two. Exchanging forearms by Janela. Hits a rolling elbow and then falls out to the floor. Janela hits a tope suicida to the front row. And uh, thankfully all the fans knew to get out of the way ahead of time. A tornillo by Jan uh, to Janela by UNO on the floor. And uh, Janela then climbs the ring. Or, sorry, climbs to the top rope. He hits a big splash for a two. Uh, but then Janela quickly gets to a, gets a Fujiwara armbar on. And then starts pulling back. 
on the fingers as well. And he, earlier in the match, Janela had worked over the arm of Ueno. Ueno then gets the ropes with his feet. They snap German by Ueno, but then he misses a knee strike. And he releases another release German by Janela. But that just fires him up. Uh, Ueno is now fired up. He hits a big drop kick for a two count. Joey then uh, to the rope. He allows Ueno to get a super hurricanrana and hits a spinning knee. Oh, sorry, something like spinning famaster thing. I I don't remember what the name of it is, but Ueno ends up picking up the win at 10:24, and slowly but surely, GCW is picking up victory after victory. I really liked Ueno. Uh, I want to see more of him. Next up, we had a tag team match of of uh, Endo and John Jun Akiyama versus Tony Deppin and Homicide. Deppin is hated by everyone. A fan gives him the finger and he threatens to bite it off. Jun and Homicide start out. Obviously, Akiyama is super over, being one of the pillars. And uh, they feel each other out. They really don't do much of anything, and they just tag out. So a lot of running around, and then there's like blocks and drop kicks, and then finally there's a drop kick by Deppin for a two count. He then tags in Homicide. Akiyama is then tagged back in, and uh, there's elbows to the head by Akiyama. Akiyama is then sent to the outside. Homicide hits an axe handle and a shot to the throat. Now all four men are fighting in the, of the outside. Homicide and Deppin work over Akiyama in the corner. Akiyama continues to double team, uh, get double teamed. So Akiyama is now cut off, and it doesn't help too that uh, Endo keeps you know distracting the ref by you know complaining every time that you know Akiyama gets double teamed. He's over there complaining to the ref, distracting him, giving them more time to give shots to Akiyama. Uh, finally, a double-team leg stomp on Endo gets a two after Akiyama breaks it up. Now Akiyama Endo double-team Tony Deppin and ends with a power bomb for a two-count, then transitions into a Boston Crab. Endo hits a Burning Star Press to pick up the win, and now it is tied at 3-3. Uh, next up was a trios match. Um, Chris Brooks and Shun Tatsuyama and uh, some other people. I'll be honest, this was a hard match to follow. Um, it was a really good match. Both teams did really well. And basically, um, it was a second gear, second gear crew, crew versus some DDT guys. And basically, uh, the second the second gear crew pick up the win. Now GCW is up over four three. And uh, yeah, this was a very violent match. That's right. So I missed some of this match early on. I found out you can't pause uh, live events. Kind of sucks. 
So, but there was Legos, there was doors, there was ladders, there was staple guns. This was your one hardcore match uh, of the night. And, uh, yeah, if you like hardcore wrestling, go watch it. It was actually pretty good. And, uh, yeah. But uh, GCW is up 4-3. Next up was, from here on out, the weird part of the show. A tag team match of the pheromones to, I guess, sexy Japanese wrestlers uh, versus Bussy, which is Effie, and I think her name is Allie. And the whole match consisted of Effie being swayed by the sexy team of the pheromones. And Allie had to come in and tell him, you know, hey, quit that and fight these people. And eventually, everyone ended up in their jock straps. And it was weird. And even Effie turned on his partner and joined Pheromone in their shenanigans on her. And the match is called a no contest because Effie everyone was stuck in like the human centipede and Effie grabbed the official so then another one came down and it happened to the next official before you know it there's four officials and the match is finally called off and as announced the match was a no contest for eating too much ass. My wife loved this match. She thought it was the greatest thing she'd ever seen. I was confused, but it was fun. It was something different. And, uh... I want to see more of Effie. I, I, I want to know how he became a tag team champion. Because at least fighting these guys, he, he, he turned on his partner. He joined Team DDT in the pheromones and assaulted his own partner with his ass. It was it was terrible. But nobody wins. So it stays four to three in favor of GCW. And now it is time for your main event. And the main event is for the DDT Championship. The uh, the Iron Man Heavy Metal Championship, where Cole Radrick is facing Yoshihiko, the 17-time reigning champion, coming into this match. Yoshihiko defended their belt last night and lost and then won it back and now they're putting it up on the line again. So, lots of fighting on the outside. A huge suplex onto the floor by, of Radrick, uh, by Yoshihiko and Radrick. As, as uh, Dave Prezak says, GCW doesn't have any pretty blue mats. But Yoshihiko only gets a two count after that suplex on the floor. 
A big splash in the corner. Yoshihiko is caught with a backbreaker, but again can only get a two count. A sleeper hold on Yoshihiko, but somehow uh, Yoshihiko hits a Pele kick. Yoshihiko gets a near fall after a Rana on the apron. Radrick then hits an air raid crash that almost gets the three, but doesn't get the pinfall. And then uh, Radrick starts throwing chairs into the ring and hits Yoshiko several times and then creates a door like contraption like we saw in the in the trios match where they just take two four folding table or four folding chairs and put the table across them or in this case a door I should say and uh, Colden hits a death valley driver through the door but again Yoshiko kicks out at the very last second Slaps are then traded, and then a pile driver by Yoshihiko, but again Cole kicks out. Yoshihiko grabs a chair and throws it at the head of Cole, and then a second. But then, out of nowhere, a missile drop kick by Cole, and he gets a cocky pin, but then a crucifix on Yoshihiko, but then Cole like hits a Takamichinoku driver onto the chair. Cole Radrick is your new DDT heavyweight champion because that picks up the victory so now it is GCW five to four or it's gonna be five to three but after the match they both show respect to each other Cole offers his hand in respect and Yoshihiko is unsure, but then finally takes the hand. And then low blows Cole, gets the crucifix pin, and becomes your 18-time DDT Iron Man heavyweight medal champion. And that ends. But officially, GCW wins 5-4. to four. Dave Prezak and the young lady doing the commentary say the points don't matter it's all in fun this was a fun match uh for those who are uninitiated as i was yoshihiko is a blow-up doll and there's a very famous doll match with kota abushi from years and years ago that I think started this trend for DDT and it lives on in 2023 and uh, yeah overall this was a really fun card um, the the venue wasn't full compared to last night um, maybe about two-thirds of the way there were some really dead quiet times but uh, you know, I'm starting to really like this GCW. It's unique. And, uh, it's fun seeing the Japanese wrestlers come over. And, uh, yeah. I'll be watching Joy Janela's Spring Break 7. I have never seen one of them. I've, again, I've heard about it. So looking forward to it. So, uh, expect more soon. If you're in California, I hope you have a good time. And, uh, 
Thank you very much for listening.